Good evening and welcome to another Parsons Knows Radio Theater podcast. I'm Lance Davis. Tonight we celebrate my favorite playwright, Molière, Jean-Baptiste Poquelin, the 17th century playwright who is considered to be the father of modern comedy. He took the slapstick scenarios and characters of the Italian improvised comedy of the 17th century, the Commedia dell'arte, and gave them form and a touch of sophistication and, of course, the French language, and established the roots of today's comedy. He wrote about obsession and the importance of the balance of nature. His protagonists, usually cranky old men, are obsessed with money or false religion or false medicine or false intellectualism and throw the happiness of those around them, the children, the wives, and the husbands, into chaos. Eventually, balance is restored and the world goes on. These are the tenets of comedy from Moliere to Goldsmith to Sheridan to Dickens to Wilde to Vaudeville to Jack Benny to Scrooge McDuck to Archie Bunker to George Jefferson and Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. Moliere was born in 1622, just across from the Louvre, the royal palace at the time, where his father worked as a member of the Guild of Tapissiers, who maintained the tapestries and the furnishings of the palace. His mother died when he was 10. His distrust of -of out-of-date medical practice, bleeding and purging, had its beginnings here. To ease their sorrow, his grandfather would take him and his siblings to the fairs along the Seine to see the immensely talented Italian comedians perform their slapstick, usually in a gibberish that they had all their own. Moliere later attended the Jesuit school of Clermont, which began his distrust of entrenched religion. He refused his father's will for him to become a lawyer after falling in love with the actress Madeleine Béjar and deciding to join the theater life, changing his name to Molière to save his family's embarrassment. The Béjar family formed a new troupe, left Paris and toured France, primarily in the South, for 15 years while they developed their skills and their own form of comedy. They returned to Paris in 1658 and became the darlings of the young Louis XIV and his court. Molière's savage wit shined on all comers. His attacks on hypocrisy through plays like Tartuffe and the Imaginary Invalid brought him many enemies, and eventually even the king could not fully support him. He died of tuberculosis after his fourth performance of the Imaginary Invalid. He was carried to his nearby home, where neither doctors nor clergy would attend him. Without a confession to plead forgiveness for his life in the theater, he was buried in unhallowed ground at the Church of the Holy Innocents, along with unbaptized babies and the destitute. During the French Revolution, he was revived as a hero of the proletariat, and his remains were taken to Père Lachaise Cemetery. The Miser was written after several of his more controversial works, Tartuffe and Don Juan, a return to his early flat-out farcical successes. Greedy old Harpagon schemes to sell off his children, Elise and Cleant, in marriage, despite their furious objections. He also employs a matchmaker, Frozine, to arrange his own marriage to a lovely, innocent, and destitute young Marianne. Can the quick-thinking servant La Fletche, the children, and Frozine rally to thwart his efforts? Let's find out. The Miser is performed by the Parsons Nose Players Mo Beatty, Gary Lamb, Sean York, James Calvert, Mary Shallan, John Harnagel, Heather Taylor, and Lance Davis. The adaptation and translation is by Lance Davis. Music by Tom Peters, recorded at the Parsons Nose Theatre in Pasadena. 
And now, the miser by Molière. Why so sad? Can it be that you are sorry that you've made me happy by telling me you love me? Oh, no, no, Valère. I love you so much. I'm so happy. Well, there you are then. If we are in love, what is there to fear? Why, there are a hundred things to fear, Valère. The anger of my father, my father's anger, the anger of my father, and then two... To what? That you won't be true to me, Valère. <laughs> oh, Elise, <laughs> you silly. You must trust me. Why, my love for you will last as long as I live, probably. No, Valère, I do trust you. It's not that. Then what could it possibly be, Elise? It's the way you look. What? It's embarrassing. Your sad little servant's disguise, you look like a peasant, Valère. No one here in Paris knows how you heroically saved me from drowning in that fountain, how you revived me, cared for me, and refused to return to Naples where you are nobly honored, but remained here working as a servant for my horrible father just to be near me. Elise, truly, the only thing I care about is your love. I give not a sou for your greedy, ugly father, who keeps you and your brother Cléant in rags, or for his fortune. I know my own decent, noble parents will love you as much as me. I mean, as I do. And I know they are bound to turn up here in Paris soon. In the meantime, Valère, you must stay on the good side of my father. <laughs> a good side? He has one? <laughs> oh, oh, don't worry, my love. I'm rather good at flattering the old buzzard. And, my love, you must try to get my dear brother Cleon's aid as well. Well, my sweet, that's more difficult. Cleant and your father despise each other so that Cleant is suspicious of my flattery, and he's so hot-headed. Ah, <coughs> uh, but here he comes. Why don't you speak to him, dear, and I'll just... Very well, Valère, I'll... Uh... Valère? Elise, I see I find you alone. Good. I have a secret I burn to tell you. A secret? How wonderful. What is it, Cleant? Sister, I am in love. In love? Wait! I know what you're going to say. But what does father say? Does father know? You should listen to father. He's father. You're just the son. Parents are wise. Children are foolish. But I don't care, Elise. I love her, and that's that. And have you told her so, Cleant? Not yet. But I will. And don't you try to talk me out of it. Do you think I would, brother? Yes, because you are not in love. You have never loved. You... Oh, brother! <laughs> you have? Oh, Elise, that's wonderful. Who? No, no, this is about you. Who is it? Her name is Marianne. A sweet, sweet girl who just moved to Paris with her sweet, sweet mother, who is very, very ill, and who Marianne cares for daily, night and day. She's charming, gentle, reverent, clean, plays well with others, they're very poor, I'm afraid. I'd love to help them out. But alas, our father is so miserly, he doesn't even take care of us. He gives us no money for clothes or anything we need. Why, look at these pants. I made them out of laundry bags. I do so wish mother were alive. Mm, so do I, little brother. But she froze to death in father's bed. 
Well, Elise, if Father stands in the way of our love, I will take Marianne away. And if you feel as I do, you must come with us. Ah, I hear Father now. Let's go. Get out! Get out of my house, you jackass! You poo! You maggot! Oh, get ready. Here comes Monsieur Hapagon, one hateful old geezer. Personally, I think he may be the devil himself. Lafetch, you wretch, where are you? Ah, uh, where is he? Where is he? Uh, here. Have you seen him? Have you seen him? No? Oh, you've been sitting here watching, haven't you? Uh, anyway. Oh, quick. quick. Oh, there he is. There he is. Quick. Give me a pepperoni. Give me a, a pepperoni. Yeah. yeah. You came here without a pepperoni? This, what do you think? Is the dinner theater? Here. Here. Look under your seat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah. 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 I've got you now, LaFletch. Now get out of here. Ow! Ow! But what have I done? You snoop skulking about my door. But Cleant ordered me to wait for him. Well, then you wait for him in the street. I'm on to you, pal. Always sneaking around, always watching my every move, always ready to filch something. Ooh, how could anyone steal anything from around here? You even lock up your dental floss. You know that, do you? <laughs> I'm sure he knows about my money box. You're just the kind who goes blathering around throughout Paris that I have hidden money. <laughs> who, who said that? And have you? What? Hidden money? <laughs> no, no. Uh, but you'd say I do. But how would I know that? I've certainly never seen it. Oh, don't argue with me, Scallywag. Get out Ow! of here. Well, I'm going. No, wait, 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 wait. Come back here. Come back here. You're not taking anything with you. Uh, show me your hands. Here. Uh, uh, but what about in here, huh? Baggy britches are perfect for hiding stolen goods. Oh, stop it, that tickles. Oh, he so deserves to be robbed. <laughs> I would just love to be the one to be able to do it. <laughs> a plague on hateful misers. What was that? I said a plague on all late risers. And just who are you talking about? Talking about a man. What man? A man with the power. What power? The power of hoodoo. Hoodoo. You do. Do what? You remind me of a man. Oh, get out of here. I cannot wait for the revolution. There he is, brother. Let's listen. Ah, that idiot LaFletch is always underfoot, sneaking about the place. Nobody seems to understand how difficult it is to keep any money stashed in your house. Finding a hiding place is hard. You can't use a safe. That's the first place the robbers look. I'm not even sure about the money box I buried out back yesterday. A hundred thousand francs is a lot of it. <gasps> Who goes there? It's us, father. Your children. Oh, uh, uh. And how long have you been standing there like a couple of frozen robins? We just came in. You heard what I was saying to them, didn't you? When? Just now. No. Yes, you did. No, we didn't. Did. Didn't. Did. You overheard. Well, I was just telling them uh, how difficult it is these days to save any money. <laughs> and that it would be so pleasant to have a hundred thousand francs. But uh, I don't have it. Well, that would... Would they have an idea? I'm sure. But I don't. I don't think. Don't get me wrong, it'd be swell. I'm sure if. I'm sure I could use it. But... But I don't. So it's hard times for the Harpagon clan, isn't it? Oh, Father, stop. Everyone knows you have loads of money. Shh! Quiet! That's not true. People who say such things are lying. Now don't get in a snit. No, my own children. Enemies. Enemies? Because we said you're wealthy? Quiet! It's just such careless talk and your extravagant spending that's going to get me killed in my bed by robbers. Spending? What spending? Well, just look at your clothes. Well, the way you two prance about the town, aping the nobility, how else can you get it but by robbing me? Rob you? Father, 
I am ashamed to say I have to gamble the few meager coins I have. And when I win, I put some clothes on our backs. Gamble? No, Lord, no, boy. That's the money to be saved. Look at me, son. You don't need you don't need any fancy suspenders to hold up your pants. Good old twines, good enough. You see, here I am. And 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 you don't need those fancy pompadour wigs the kids are all wearing. You have your own God-given hair, and it's free, free. You have no hair, father. Well, no, no. God gave some of us perfect heads. Uh, you're you're absolutely right, father. Well, you're wrong there, son. I wait. I'm right? What are you kids up to? Uh, well, Father, we have something to discuss with you. Oh, you do? Oh, a goody, because <clears throat> I have something to discuss with you. We want to talk about marriage. <gasps> oh, good and plenty, because I want to talk to you about marriage. Oh, dear. What is it, child? The word marriage? Does that frighten you or the deed itself? How you might look at it frightens us. What? But why not? I'm your father, and father knows best. I've raised you since you were pennies, and I'm sure you'll be delighted with my news. Now, son, tell me, by any chance, have you noticed a certain young Marianne who lives near here? Marianne? Why, yes, father? <laughs> you know, eh? Well, what do you think of her? Oh, Father, she's... she's charming. Uh-huh. She's gentle, intelligent. Uh-huh. Her, her poise and manner. Admirable, without a doubt. Yeah, she deserves consideration, am I right? Yeah, not bad to look at either. Huh? Her husband would certainly be a happy sailor, am I right? Well, <laughs> yes, Father, I guess. Oh, no, no, she's poor. Oh, Father, money doesn't matter with such a girl. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I, I bet she'd make up for it with a tickle and a smooch. Father! <laughs> too far, too far. Well, well, <clears throat> well, I'm delighted you agree, son. And so, provided she has some kind of a dowry, I have decided to marry her. Say what? What? You say you've decided... To marry her. You? You? Me. Me, of course. Who'd you think? I have to... I have to go now. Well, what, what, what? Well, that was sudden, huh? Uh, son, uh, uh, remember to flush and, and leave a sou on the sink. Well, <clears throat> daughter, that's my decision. I'm clearing out the house. <clears throat> so regarding you two, I plan to marry your brother to the widow Quince. She's ugly and old, but she has a large pear-shaped dowry. And, and I'm selling you as I... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm giving you to Monsieur Anselm. Well, uh, that's that. Now, uh, oh, look at the time. <clears throat> Excuse me, Monsieur Anselm. Yes, yes, uh, Monsieur Anselm. He's a, he's a very wise, dignified man and, and, and quite wealthy. He made a fortune in latrines. How old, Father? Uh, old? Uh, uh, oh, uh, about um, 80. 80? Uh, but, but a young, young 80. Oh, dear father, this is so very kind of you, but I do not wish to get married. Oh, dear daughter, but I do wish you to get married. I wish to become a nun. A nun? Never. There's no money in it. Well, I am your most humble servant, father, but I shall not marry him. Well, 
I am your most humble servant daughter, but you shall marry him, and this evening. This evening? This evening. This cannot be. Can be. Oh, I'll sooner kill myself. You won't kill yourself. I can't afford another funeral. Such boldness, Missy, to speak to your father thus. Such cruelty, father, to betray your daughter thus. It's a fine match. Everyone will approve it. It's a disaster. No compassionate person would allow it. Oh, no? Well, well... Here comes trusty Valère. We'll let him judge. Valère? Ooh, most excellent. You'll submit to his judgment? Mm, indubitably. What? Yes. Come here, Valère. Uh, we've selected you to decide for us who is right, my daughter or moi. <laughs> Valère? Oh, you, sir, without question. Valère? <laughs> Hold on, boy. You don't even know what we're talking about. Uh, but you couldn't be wrong, monsieur. You are always right. Valère? <laughs> I like this kid. Um, well, this evening, I intend to marry Elise to a man who is both rich and wealthy, and she refuses. What do you say to that? Oh, well... Valère! Well, what? Well, monsieur, you are always right. Uh, but then, mademoiselle is seldom wrong. <laughs> what? What? Monsieur Anselm's a perfect match. Why, he's, he's old, with no children, and when he dies, I'll get, uh, uh, well, well, she'll get everything. And that sounds perfect. But, monsieur, you know how women are. She may feel you're hurrying things just a tad. If you could give her just a teensy-weensy more time. T time? Time? No, 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 son. We got, we got to grab the chance, boy. Carpe diem. Seize the carp. You, you, you see, son, this won't cost me a cent. He's agreed to take her, get this, without a dowry. No dowry? No. None at all? Well, that's pretty good. That's quite a savings to moi, don't you know? Absolutely. Uh, of course, she may be miserable. Well, yes, perhaps, but no dowry. Uh, a difference in ages? <laughs> Huge gap, yeah, but uh, no uh, you'll never, ever see her. That's true, but... No dowry. Yes, well, there's certainly no answer to that. Wait, 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 my pit bull, the pen. Uh, someone's after my money. I'll be right back. Well, are you just a big, dumb lump or what? Because you dress like a sniveling servant, must you act like one? Toting up to him? No, 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 Elise. Can't you see? It's all an act. I'm pretending. I'm allowing your father to appear to have his way, thus allowing us to have ours. What? Your father doesn't respond well to reason. Am I right? Right. So you can't just disagree with him. You must pretend to agree. What? Pretend. For instance, you could pretend to consent. To the marriage? Yes. We can always think of a way to break it off. But the signing is tonight. So stall for time. Pretend to be sick. Are you nuts? He'll call the doctors. Perfect. Doctors are useless. After you're dead, they tell you how it happened. Oh. Trust me, Elise. If nothing else works, we'll run off. <laughs> it was Le Pen, just you and a beggar. No, no. You must obey your father, mademoiselle. No matter that you detest latrines, you must learn to accept them. Well spoken, lad. Oh, I beg pardon, monsieur. I sometimes get a little carried away. Not at all, not at all. By all means, uh, take control. <laughs> Daughter, for the rest of the day, you are to do absolutely everything Monsieur Valère tells you to do. Uh, uh... 
Everything, Father? Everything. Oh, well, we'll see about that. Uh, with your leave, monsieur, I'll follow her. By all means. Remember, mademoiselle, money is the most precious thing on earth. Thank your stars you have a father who understands that. Blessed are the rich, for they shall be... Oh. <laughs> what a fellow, what a fellow. Am I lucky to have such a servant or what? Now, the fudge, you wretch. I didn't see you. Why are we wearing these hoods? Well, it's nighttime. I thought it would be cool. Where have you been? We were to meet up front. Well, I was waiting for you, but your father ordered me out and beat me severely. Always thinking of yourself. We have to hurry. I found out my father is my rival in love. Get out. He's too old to be in love. I can't let him know that his rival is me, but I'll need the money, LaFletch. What have you heard about my loan? Oh, not to fear, monsieur. That's why we're here. Our go-between, Monsieur Simoni, assures me it'll be settled tonight. Will I get the 15,000 francs? Oh, yes, monsieur, of course. With just a few tiny conditions. And have you met the man who's lending me the money? Oh, no, 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 that is not the way it works, monsieur. It is all very hush-hush. I have, through certain connections, contacted a Monsieur Simoni, who has, through his connections, contacted our lender, Monsieur H., who will meet us in disguise. Monsieur H., wonderful. I am indebted to you, LaFletch. Yes, you are. But now, monsieur, there are just a few things we must go over regarding the loan itself. I have it here. Just a few clauses we should look at. Provided the party of the first part, blah, 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 and the party of the second part, blah, 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 blah. Ah, 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 here we are. Monsieur, the lender has agreed to lend to you at 10%. 10%? That's not much. That's tiny. However, as the lender himself has to borrow the money to lend to you, you must agree to pay his interest also. His interest, I see, which is? 20%. God sooks, 10 plus 20, that's... Uh, uh, 30. 30. That's 30%. The scoundrel. Uh, that's just what I thought. And then there's the tax. Which is? Another 20%. That's 20 plus 30, that's... 50? LaFletch, that's 50%. That's half. And then there's the surtax, another 20. 70. <laughs> Egad, 70%. Don't worry, monsieur. You're now in the bracket for a refund. Of how much? Two percent. But it will trickle down. It's outrageous. Outrageous. But I need that money to woo Marianne. That's just what I told him. And he understood. But it's business, monsieur. Yes, yes. Is there anything else? No. That's, uh, oh, oh that's a small matter. Of the 15,000 francs you require, the lender can only give you 10,000 in actual cash. The rest will be in the form of other valuable items. Items? But... I don't need items. Like what? Well, he gave me the list. Uh, let's see. One slightly used four-poster wedding bed, six swivel Medici bar stools, two dancing nudie tapestries. And how am I supposed to sell this stuff? A Louis XIV pool table. I hate modern furniture. Left-handed Neapolitan flute, a cast-iron crepe furnace, three plugged muskets. I'll go mad. A feather-stuffed lizard, a Huguenot Ouija board, a mother goose pocket watch, and a five-pound wedge of Mama Facciamare's mozzarella cheese. All worth more than 5,000 francs, monsieur. A plague on Monsieur H. But I must consent... 
He has me by the... Sir, I must say, I'm surprised at you. You realize borrowing money at such an interest will put you on the road to ruin. But what else can I do, LaFletch? This is what happens when young people are reduced to poverty by the stinginess of their parents. And then they're surprised when we go away to college. Let me see that list. Oh, I hate to see my master so sad, all because his father is the stingiest man in the world. I hereby swear that one day I will muster the courage to rob the old fart myself and consider it a blow for the masses. Oh, 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 but who is the hooded figure who comes here? It may be him. Hey, everybody, it's me. <laughs> see? <laughs> what do you think of the hood? <laughs> Too much? <clears throat> oh, this is going to be so easy. <laughs> Monsieur Simoni said that this poor bozo is so desperate he'll agree to anything. <laughs> Apparently his mother's dead. Oh, and, and his old man's filthy rich, but he's going to croak himself soon. <laughs> Monsieur Cliente, I think that's him. Monsieur H. I'll try the signal. Caca, caca. Caca, caca. Hoo hoo, hoo hoo. Hoo hoo, hoo hoo. Here we go. Stay close, monsieur. If the frost is on the pumpkin, and the pussy's in the well, and the monkey flies at midnight. <gasps> Some think their poop don't smell. Ha! It's okay, Monsieur Cloyant, it's him. The coast is clear. Wait, wait, wait. We may reveal ourselves. Cloyant, la flèche. Bonsoir, Monsieur. Salut, Monsieur H. May I introduce the gentleman who wishes to borrow 15,000 francs? Monsieur, when... La flèche! When you gotta go, you gotta go. And even though I'd like yes. to stay... You, contemptible son... Borrowing money, indulging your extravagances again? Miserable father, engaging in such shameful money-gouging deeds! Ruining yourself by such outrageous extravagance! Worshipping mammon with your blood-sucking loans? Aren't you ashamed of such dreadful debts, squandering the money your dear father saved? Aren't you ashamed of your incredible greed, squeezing every sou of profit by every trick imaginable? Out of my sight! Out of my sight! Gladly! But who is the more criminal father, he who borrows from need, or he who charges interest for which he has no use? Begone! Begone, I say! I... I... I did. Oh, he's gone. Well, there's a lesson for me, huh? I must keep better tabs on that scoundrel's doings in the future. Monsieur Hoppegon! What? It is I, Frosine! Oh, 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 uh, uh, hold that thought, Frosine. I'll, I'll be back in a second. I'm going to go check my... my uh, uh, I, I, I gotta pee. Oh, this list is unbelievable. That old buzzard must have loot stored all over Paris. Quel greed. La Fletch, is it you? Frosine, my duck, what brings you here? The usual, living by my wits. Don't tell me, something up with Monsieur Hapagon? You might say so. I'm arranging something for him, for which I expect a small reward. A reward? From him? Ha, Frosine, you'll never get money out of him. He's the least human being I know. Well, I have a few tricks up my sleeve myself. A nose for sniffing someone's weak spot. Yes, but when it comes to money... Oh, 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 he's on his way back. Good luck. Uh, <clears throat> well, <clears throat> what is it, Frosine? Do you have good news? <laughs> Just look at you, Monsieur Hapigal. The picture of health. Who, 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 me? Unforgettable, Monsieur. Really? Like a duck. I, I mean, a buck. 
A young buck. Uh-huh. Well, well, truth be told, Foreseen, uh, I'm, o- I'm, I'm over, over 40. 40? Well, that's just the prime of manhood, if you know what I mean. <laughs> at this rate, you'll live to be 100. Do you think so? Absolutely. Look at me. There, between your eyes, yeah, yeah. I see a long wisdom line. Oh, uh, you, you know astronomy, do you? Show me your hand, monsieur. Yeah, but here it is. <gasps> oh, what a <laughs> long lifeline. <laughs> You'll bury your children and your children's children. Bury my children. From your lips to God's ears, Frosine. But Frosine, to business. How is our matchmaking coming along? Monsieur, if Rosine's involved, it's going beautifully. As a matchmaker, I am without match. (laughs) There are only a few tiny snags. Oh? Yes, yes, I spoke to the mother and the daughter. I told them how you fell hopelessly in love when you saw Marianne in the window. (laughs) Yes, 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 I did. I I said, how much is that dolly in the window? And... And they're delighted. I'm bringing Marianne to sign the contract this evening. Goody, goody. I've invited Monsieur Anselm, the sewer magnate, to dinner, and, uh, and we can celebrate it there. Excellent. Marianne wished to pay a visit to your daughter. Uh, perhaps they turn around the park and dinner after? Excellent. Uh, but, but, Rosine, have you spoken about Marianne's dowry? You know, you know, a girl should bring a little something beside herself to a marriage. Oh, Monsieur, didn't I tell you? She'll bring you 20,000 francs a year. 20,000? How do you figure that? Well, uh, monsieur, she's so healthy, she eats only lettuce. That's a food savings of 5,000 right there. And she's so lovely. She'd look good in a sack. So that's 5,000 in clothing saved. Yeah, but, but, but... And she detests gambling, which gives you another 10,000. But... That's 20,000 right there. But, but, Rosine, you're making up her dowry out of expenses she won't have. I'm not buying that. I need something real. Really, monsieur? Well, then, <laughs> I, I was saving it as a surprise, but if you must know, uh, there are rumors of a property. A property? In Saint-Tropez. In Saint-Tropez. Which you possibly could be, perhaps will be, master of. But mention this to no one. Saint-Tropez, huh? Strolling the beaches? <laughs> it's more like it. Provisine, um, I have a concern. Uh, a bit private. Uh, uh, the, the girl is young. And uh, I just might perhaps be a little bit old for her, which might lower her... Expectations? Oh, how little you know, Marianne, monsieur. Oh, she has no interest in youth. What? Oh, she only likes older men. No. Yes, the older the better. Why, last month, she broke off an engagement because he didn't wear glasses. Get out. Yes, she loves noses with spectacles. Oh. She loves that little bump. The little well, I agree with her completely. And, and, and if I was a woman, uh, I wouldn't go near the young men. I don't know what they see in them. With those, with those shaved faces you can eat off of, or the, the, the long girly hair. I mean, what are they thinking? Whereas an older man like you, 
Sophistication for Zine, for Zine. A, a, a little mystery, huh? huh? Yeah, yeah. You like what you see, don't you? Huh? Oh, you are riveting, monsieur. <laughs> Let me see you walk. Walk? Yes, a chiseled body. Free and easy. Taut and rippling. Not a sign of illness. <laughs> Except my cough. Oh, I love your cough. It's expressive. <laughs> Dynamic. <laughs> and yet, vulnerable. <laughs> You're so right, Frosine. Now, so, so, so tell me, tell me, has, has uh, Marianne had a chance to look at me yet? Not yet. Not yet. But she can't believe what she has heard. <laughs> well, you've done well, Frosine, and uh, I thank you. I have to be going. Uh, and, and now, monsieur, if I may, I myself have a small personal request. A request? Monsieur, you may have heard of a certain scandal that I'm involved in, a, a most unfair and expensive lawsuit. Uh, uh, a lawsuit? I'm in desperate need. Need? Of just a teensy bit of money. Monsieur! Monsieur! Uh, we? Monsieur, if it ever came too light, this scandal could ruin me. Ruin? But if I get the just the teensiest bit of money... Oh, monsieur, please! I'll pay it back if you could just... Well, look at the time, Frozine. Oh, I forgot, I have dinner guests. Wait, wait, oh, smell that? Is Paris burning? I have to go. Oh, go. Go to the devil, you stingy beast. Olaf Fletch was right. He's a tough old bird. But I still have the lovebirds, don't I? Perhaps I can get my reward through them. So now, let's see. Uh, dinner, dinner. I've watered down the wine. Now, what next? Uh, Bonsoir, Bonsoir, Papa. Papa. You sent for us? Well, I, well, I certainly did. Uh, <clears throat> and this is a very important dinner for all of us. Now, you, daughter, have two jobs tonight. One, be sure to keep your eye on the food as it leaves the table. You never know who might try to take something home. And two, please prepare to receive my Marianne properly. You shall welcome her with a ride through the park before dinner. Yes, Papa. Two things done. Well, that was easy enough. And as for you, my dolt of a son, we all know the nasty looks kids give their future stepmothers. If you want me to overlook your recent mischief, you will greet my Marianne with a sunny smile and a friendly disposition. Father, I must tell you, I cannot bear her becoming my stepmother, but I shall try to find a place in my heart to show her my friendship. Well, you'd better, Buster. Monsieur Hopagon, you sent for us. Ah, yes, uh, Master Jacques, I need your help. You, you have only to speak, Monsieur. We are completely of votre service. Good. Now then... But who do you wish to speak to first? Jacques the coachman or Jacques Giseph? Well, I'll need them both, Master Jacques. Oui, Monsieur. But which one first? Oh, good Lord. Uh, well, uh, Jacques the chef. Excellent. One moment, monsieur, while I put on the hat. Bonjour, monsieur. Can I be of service? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm fine. I'm just talking to Jacques. Isn't he a bit... Oh, he's nuts. 
He thinks he's two people, but that saves me a fortune. Now, <clears throat> now then, Chef Jacques, <laughs> nice hat. Um, uh, I'm having guests tonight. A miracle. Uh, I trust you can prepare something delicieux? Of course, monsieur. How much do you wish to spend? Spend, 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 that's all I hear. And I ask, when will the spending end? How rude of him, monsieur. Allow me, monsieur Jacques. Any fool can serve a meal by squandering money. It is the culinary artiste who serves something magnificent from nothing. Something magnificent from nothing? Ha! And perhaps monsieur would like to show me how to do that, huh? Perhaps monsieur would like to wear the hat. Perhaps I would. Oh, oh just try it. Just try oh, no, it. Wait, wait, no, wait, no, no, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Allons au fond de la patrie. All right, all right, stop, stop. Now then, <clears throat> what shall we have? How many people? Ten. But only count eight. Make that six. If you have enough for six, there's enough for eight, and that's almost ten. They're small people. Very well. May I suggest two soups, three entrees... Stop, 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 stop. That's, that's, that's enough to feed an orphanage. A roast. Oh, no, no. Pate. Un tart. What are you, are you mad, chef? Do you want everyone to pop? Doctors say that eating too much is bad for your health. Really? Then why are there so many fat doctors? Silence! What monsieur means is... We must not live to eat, but eat to live. That's right. Wait a minute. What was that? We must not live to eat. We must eat to live. Who said that? I did. Oh. I'm putting that over the entrance to my dining room. Allow me to assist you, monsieur, as your go-between. Excellent idea. First, the menu. We must choose dishes that we know people don't like. Very well. How about... Squid. 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 A whole squid? Just lips. Squid lips? Squid lips. Good, 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 good. And, and, and now something that fills you up quickly, but cheap. How about... Beans. Beans? Beans. Excellent. Squid lips and beans. Mmm, good eating. And, uh, for dessert? A pear. A pear? Piece? A pear a piece? No, 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 no. A piece of a pear a piece, and we'll eat it on the parapet. Leave it to me, monsieur. Excellent. Uh, but, uh, but now, <laughs> I need to speak to Jacques the coachman. Jacques the coachman is on his way, monsieur. Coachman Jacques, uh, <clears throat> you must clean my coach. Then uh, have my horse, glue gun, ready to go to the park. Ha! You just, monsieur. All the way to the park... Glugan will never make it. He is ill, monsieur. He is a ghost, a shadow in the shape of a horse. Well, but but, but, but how, how can that be? He does nothing. He still must eat. You never feed him. No, I refuse. Glugan can barely drag himself, let alone a coach. Perhaps Monsieur Jacques is getting soft, Monsieur. Perhaps Monsieur Nosy is getting nosy. Peace, peace, peace. But he is just trying to suck up to you, Monsieur. I truly love you. Who cares what all of Paris says about you? I. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, oh. Uh, and just, and just what does all Paris say about me, Monsieur Jacques? Oh, nothing, monsieur. No, 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 no. No, what, what, what does all Paris say? Oh, no, no, no. Trust me, monsieur. It will just make you angry. Oh, no, 
not. It would put you in a rage. Not at all. I would be delighted to hear how people speak of me, and I'm sure it will make you feel better. Look into my eyes, mm. Monsieur Jacques. Mm. J'insiste. Mm. Mm. Well? The townspeople take great delight in making jokes about you, Monsieur. Huh? They tell stories about your unbelievable stinginess. Uh, such as? Jean-Sister? Well, some say you rewrite the calendar to add extra work days. Uh -huh. Some say you quarrel with your servants just before Christmas so you won't have to give them presents. Yeah. Some say you sued your cat for eating your mice. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand it. Monsieur, you are mocked everywhere. You're a laughingstock. You're called a crank, a skinflint, and oh, most of all, you're a miser. Oh, 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 there. You know, I do feel better. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, hand me that pepperoni, will you? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, and you... A rascal, an idiot, and a numbskull! Here, take the pepperoni, Valère. Ho, 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 ho! So much for telling the truth, eh, my friend? Just wait. One day you two will feel the pepperoni, my friend. Now stay away, Monsieur Jacques. Now don't be angry. Don't be angry, Monsieur. Kiss up. I'll make you laugh out of the other side of your face. Keep away. Gently now. Gently? Gently does not suit me, monsieur. Keep away, I pray you, monsieur. You had better pray, monsieur. Monseigneur. Monseigneur, is it now? No, I am not senior, monsieur. But if I were holding out great big fat pepperoni like yours... A big fat pepperoni like... Oh, that's right. On guard! Are you aware, kitchen slime, that I can give you a drubbing myself? Ha! Uh, yes, I do see that possibility, monsieur. That you are nothing but a lowly grease glob of cook? Ha! Uh, I, I am aware I may appear so. And this is what we think of bullies. <laughs> Voila. Touche. Monsieur, do you know if your master is at home? Oui, madame. I know all too well. What's that I smell? Pepperoni, madame. Eating on the job? Oh. Tell Monsieur Hopigon that Madame Frosine and Mademoiselle Marianne have arrived. Oui, madame. Ah, oh, Frosine, I dread this meeting. But why, Marianne? Does not every prisoner dread meeting the jailer? Oh, ma chérie, I'm aware that Monsieur Hapagon perhaps is not your first choice as a husband, that your young man Frosine, is... I cannot deny it. My young man's visits have made a deep impression on my heart. And you still do not know who he is? No, isn't it romantic? I know only that he was made to be loved by me, that I would choose him above any other, and that I dread this Monsieur Hapagon, whom I have never even seen. But for all you know, he's, this boy is as poor as a church mouse. Follow my advice, dear. First, marry an old man. He will die. And you will then have the money to marry anyone you like. But what if he doesn't die, Frosine? Sometimes our dreams don't work out. Silly girl, we put it in the contract. He must die within three months or the marriage is void. Now then, brace yourself. My dear, here he comes. Uh. Oh, mon dieu! <laughs>
Oh, don't be offended, my dear, if because of my age, I'm wearing my glasses. <laughs> I certainly don't need them to see your charms, do I? And yet sometimes we use glasses to see the beauty of the stars, eh? <laughs> huh? Frosine, she doesn't say anything. Is she broken? She's in awe, monsieur. Dumbstruck at her good fortune. We girls don't immediately blurt out what's on our hearts, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Well, dearie, uh, now, first, my children want to welcome you. Come, Elise. Elise. Uh, this is my daughter, Elise. I welcome you to our mother's home, mademoiselle. And I'm much too tardy in paying you a visit, mademoiselle. Oh, no. I should have invited you earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's a nice enough kid, I guess, but uh, with a low ceiling, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what a revolting man, Frosine. He is absolutely vile. What's that? Oh, she says that your devotion makes her smile. <laughs> oh, well, you honor me too much, Cream Puff. <laughs> oh, we're going to be so happy together. It's all arranged. It won't be a big wedding. That's the nice thing about not having any friends. And, and, and it doesn't have to be fancy. I, I could wear this, and you can certainly wear that. And, and for the honeymoon, we'll just pitch a tent out back. Oh, wait till you see the view. In the morning, if you look out over the slaughterhouse, you can see the bank. I can't stand it. I have to run. What's that? Oh, you're, you're right. Here comes my son to pay his respects to you, I'm sure. Frozine, it's him. Whom? Him? Oh, him. <gasps> Fasten your seatbelts, folks. Didn't expect me to have such big kids, huh, honey? Well, well, no, well don't worry. They'll be, they'll be out of the house in the morning, and then it's just you and me forever and ever. <laughs> Mademoiselle. I must say, this is a pleasure I did not expect. I was astonished when Father told me. Your... your father? Oh, heavens! Yes, me too! In truth, I'd be more than grateful if this marriage didn't take place. But I have no desire to see you as my stepson. I'll do whatever I can not to give my consent. Hey, what, what, what's the jabber over there? Is he being rude, dear? Not at all, Monsieur. I believe he's just speaking of his... true... feelings. May we... Well... Being on his own will wise him up, I'm sure. Not necessarily, Father. <laughs> oh, touched a nerve. <laughs> See what I mean, kitten? Can I deny my heart, Father? Your heart? Change the subject, buddy. Mademoiselle, I would to heaven if I were in my father's place. I feel certain I've never met anyone as charming, as delightful, as wonderful as you. Hey, back off, Curly. I am merely complimenting my future stepmother as I promised you, Father. We have to get to know one another better, don't you think, mademoiselle? Park time! Park time! Ah, here's the carriage! Time to go to the park! Park time hurry, in the carriage! Yes, hurry. yes. Oh, I'm so sorry, honey, but I, I didn't have time to offer you some refreshment. I'll take care of it, father. What? A, a picnic, perhaps. What? Some sweet Chinese sugar oranges. Oh. Some honey syrup Spanish lemons. Oh. And a few luscious whipped Cream tarts. Oh. I'll just charge it to your account, Father. Uh, what, 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 that, that, that's a fortune. What's that? Oh, you don't think it's enough, Father? What? I agree. Mademoiselle, have you ever seen that beautiful ring on my father's finger? What? It belonged to our mother. It's beautiful. No, no, you must see it up close. Here you go. What's that, Father? A little present? Well, then. What 
He insists you accept it. I couldn't. You must. He refuses to take it back. I'll kill him. He insists. I'm doing my best, Father. Oh, Marianne, keep it. Oh, very well. I shall. Yay! <laughs> Monsieur, someone wants to speak with you. I'm choking. He says it's about money. I'm coming. I'll take you to our mother's garden, mademoiselle. We have refreshments there. Valère, keep your eye on him. Oui, monsieur. And this is our mother's garden. Why, it's beautiful. I'll stand watch. Now we can talk. Oh, mademoiselle, my brothers told me of his love for you, and believe me, we know these paths are treacherous, and I assure you, we are on your side. That is great consolation, my dear new friends. Oh, my dearest, I am so sorry. They warned me of this man, but I never imagined. I would not have allowed it to get so far. He's a pig. Oh, Marianne, what will we do? What can we do? I must consider my mother. She raised me dearly, and she's penniless. I mustn't go against her wishes. Rosine, will you help us? Oh, please, Rosine. Oh, please, Rosine. Oh, please, Rosine. You have to ask, my dears. Of course I will. Toujours l'amour. But it won't be easy. The problem, of course, is your father. He'll be so upset if you refuse him that he'll never give his consent to marry his son. Unless... Unless... Unless he refuses first. Of course. And to do that, Marianne, all you have to do is make him loathe you. Loathe me? But how do I do that? Everyone loves me. Oh, my dear, it's very simple. Women do it all the time. You must show the ugly faces. No one can love someone who makes ugly faces. Ugly faces? Yes, like this. <coughs> now you try. No. Again. No. No. It's hard because you're adorable, but keep trying. One good thing is that we know that your father loves money more than anything. <gasps> Here's the carriage. Marianne, you must win over your mother. I'll do my best. Oh. Hey, Day. My son kissing the hand of my intended, and she seems not to mind? What's going on here? Ah, I'll escort them out, Father. Well, well, well there are slick boots here. You, you stay here. You stay... Au revoir, girls. So, so, tell me, son, uh, what do you think of Marianne, huh? Oh, uh, all right, I guess. To be blunt, Father, she's not at all what I expected. Oh, uh, how so? Well, where to begin? She seems a bit frumpy, mm -hmm. plain, and frankly dull. But, uh but as new wives go, I'm sure she'll be... Adequate. Well, what do you know? Uh, so, so, so you're not interested in her yourself? Me? Interested? <laughs> no. Not at all? Not at all. You're sure? Absolutely. Positively? Completely. Ah. And that's a shame, because I was just thinking of the teasing I'm going to get, you know, being so old and all with one so young, and so I was thinking of giving her to you, but... Uh, to to me? To you. In marriage? In marriage. Uh, oh, well, Father, as I said, uh, she's not really my type, but uh, to please you, I guess I could take her off your hands. 
Oh, no, no, no. I, I've never been that sort of a father. I would never force you. Father, 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 for your sake, of course I'll do it. No, 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 no. A, a marriage has to have a certain willingness. Yes, a willingness, but maybe that will come later. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. I'm resolved. I'll just marry her myself. Oh, father, please, please. The truth is... I love her. I've loved her since the first day I saw her. What? Really? Is that so? When was that? Weeks ago. Oh, gosh, gosh. Uh, have you paid her many visits? Yes, Father, many times. Uh -huh. And she encouraged you? Yes, though she didn't know who I was till just now. <laughs> and you've told her that you... That you Lo loved her and, and, and want to marry her? Yes, Father. And she lo loves you too? Yes, yes Father. I, I thought so! You listen up, Nick Brain. I hereby order you to give up all interest in this girl, whom I intend for myself, and you prepare yourself to marry the, gold, the girl that I have chosen for you. So, Father, you've tricked me again. <laughs> Your own son. <laughs> well, so be it. I take nothing back. I love Marianne, and I loved her first. Have you no respect for your father? Love is not a respecter of villains. Maybe if I beat some respect into you. You don't scare me. You shall give up Marianne. I shall not. Why, you get What the hell is going on here, Monsieur? Ask him. Gently, sirs, gently. Fox pop. Monsieur Jacques. You shall be the judge. Tell me if I am not right. Very well. Stand over there. Here. And you, stand there. Here we are. Now then. Now then. I love, love a girl, Monsieur Jacques, and want to marry her. This, this is Gingo has the insolence to lo, lo, love her too, in spite of my forbidding. Well, Monsieur, it's obvious. Uh, yeah. You are right and he is wrong. Yes, very Let me speak to him. Well? Monsieur Jacques, I am smitten with a young girl who smits me back. But my father has decided to step between us and marry her himself. He is too old to get married. Love is for the young. Monsieur Jacques, he's had his turn. It's my turn. Well, monsieur, it is obvious. You are right and he is wrong. Let me speak to him. Monsieur, your son says he is deeply sorry he lost his temper. He only asks you give him a wife with whom he can be pleased. Oh, well then. <laughs> Tell him he may choose anyone he likes except Marianne. Very good. Let me talk to him. Monsieur, your father apologizes profusely for his angry outburst and will grant you whatever you wish, provided you show him the proper respect. Oh, Monsieur Jacques. Tell him if he grants me Marianne, he will find me the most obedient of sons. Excellent. One moment. Well, that's done, monsieur. He consents to everything. <gasps> he is satisfied, monsieur. <sighs> now, both of you have only to discuss the matter. Oh, monsieur Jacques, you deserve a reward. Here's a sou. <laughs> oh, monsieur Jacques. You deserve a reward. <laughs> ah, I so, 
So beg your pardon, Father. No need, no need, my son. I regret my outburst exceedingly. Well, I delight in seeing you so reasonable. How good of you to forget my faults so quickly. Easily forgotten when a son is so quickly returned to his duty. I shall remember your goodness to the day I die. And I shall bestow on you anything you ask. No, Father. You have given me enough by giving me Marianne. Say what? I say I am too well pleased with the gift of Marianne. Who said anything about giving you Marianne? Well, you did. I did? You promised to give her up. Give her up? Not at all. She's mine. Nothing can change my mind. Nothing? Nothing will come of nothing. I hereby abandon you, I disown you, I disinherit you! Fine, fine, me. The pen, my money. Ah, Monsieur Cleont, just in time, come, follow me. What's the matter, Lafletch? Just follow me, we're going to be all right. What do you mean, what's that? Your father's money box. I've kept my eye on it all day. Let's get out of here. Thieves! Murder! Fire! It's gone! It's gone! I'm lost! Lost! Undone! sitting there the whole time there. Was it you? Was it you? Was it you? What's in that purse? What's in that purse? Let me see. Oh, laughing. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you'll see. I'll have you arrested. I'll have you hanged. And if that isn't enough, I'll hang myself. Jackies! Jackies! I was an Evermond. I'm going nuts. Cut his throat. Yeah. Slap him on the floor. Yeah. Put him in the boiling water. Then hang him from the ceiling. That's it. That's it. Yes. You found my robber. No. I'm cooking the squid. Oh, you idiot. Forget the supper. What do you know about the money that's been stolen from me? Someone stole your money? Yes. And I'll have you hanged if I don't get it back. Confess what you know and you'll be rewarded. Just as what I was hoping for. Revenge on Monsieur Valère. If you wish to know the truth, Monsieur... I believe your steward did it. Valère? Valère. I believe he is the one who robbed you. Because? Because I believe it. Aha! Did you see him skulking about the spot where the money was hidden? Yes, that's it. 
Where was your money? In the garden? That's where I saw him, skulking. And your money was in... A money box? Ah, you're right. A money box, exactly. What kind? Oh, what kind? Oh, it was a large money box. Oh, mine was small. Well, yes, small if you don't count what's in it. To me, it was large. Ah, and the color was... Color, color. Uh, red? No, no, no not, uh, not red. Green? No, no, red. no. Ye- yellow? No, Perhaps a no, turquoise. no, way off, way off. Black? Black. Black, correct again, monsieur. It was black. Black. That's what Monsieur Valère was holding. Then it's him. There's no doubt about it. Shh. He's coming, Monsieur. What? Don't tell him. You spoke to me. Come, dog, and confess. Confess to the blackest, most vile, most horrible crime ever committed in the history of the Republic. I beg your pardon? (laughs) You do not even blush for your crime. What crime? As if you didn't know. You can't hide it. I've just learned all that you could abuse my kindness, introduce yourself into my house, then betray me behind my back. How could you? Uh Uh-oh. He knows about me and Elise. But how could he? Oh, monsieur, since you know everything, I can no longer deny it. I was right. I was hoping to tell you and just waiting for the right time, but please listen to my reasons. (gasps) What reasons could you possibly have, thief? Well, you needn't call me names. I admit I was wrong, but it's not so unusual. Not unusual? Oh, my. And I am of sufficient parentage to repair any wrong. (laughs) So you shall. But tell me, why did you do it? Why? For love. I love. Love. Ah, the love of my gold. The love of your treasure. We have pledged our faith to one another. Pledged to a money bag? We've bound ourselves to each other forever. Only death can separate us. Well, son, I certainly appreciate your enthusiasm for money, but... Money has nothing to do with it. And what's more, Elise is in no way guilty in this. Elise? Now, where is my property? Property? His own daughter. Property. Still in your house, monsieur. Thank heavens. Then you haven't played fast and loose with it. Fast and loose with Elise? Monsieur, it is only with purest love I burn. And only after much convincing did she finally agree to sign a promise of marriage to me. Marriage? Who? Your daughter. What the ding-dong does this have to do with Elise? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Elise signed a promise of marriage with you? Another disgrace. Is anybody getting this all down? Arrest him as, 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 as a villain, a, a, a crook, and a rogue. Names, monsieur, that I do not deserve. And when you find out who I am... <laughs> Step forward, daughter. This is how you betray me, falling in love with a thief, pledging your troth without my consent. Well, it'll be the convent walls for you, missy, and a hangman's noose for you, sir. Oh, father, you don't even know him. He's the man who saved me from drowning in the fountain. What? Well, it would have been better if he'd let you go under. Oh, father. No, 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 no. Justice must prevail. Wait, wait. What's that smell? Ah! It's Mr. Anselm, the latrine baron. Oh, nobody light a match. What is the matter, Monsieur Apigon? You seem uh, upset. Oh, 
Monsieur Anselm, you've come to witness a marriage contract for my daughter, but instead you see before you a desperate man. I've been betrayed. My daughter's already pledged her hand in marriage, and my money's been stolen by this scoundrel! Money? What's this talk of money? I do not wish to force anyone into marriage, but regarding your money, I stand with you shoulder to shoulder. Uh, arrest him. I think once you find out who I am, monsieur... I don't care who you are, Pookie. You could claim you're Louis XIV himself. Paris is full of imposters. I am too proud, monsieur, to claim anything but my right, and all Naples can bear testimony to my birth. Careful, Cucciolo. I am known through all Naples myself, and I could easily tell if you lie. I fear no one, monsieur. If you know Naples like I know Naples, oh, oh, you know Duca Luca Alberghetti di Ranzoni. Duca Luca Alberghetti di Ranzoni? Of course. Few know him better. And what have you to say about him? Just that I owe him my birth. You are making the jest. I am not making the jesting, monsieur. It can easily be proved. What? You dare call yourself the son of Duca Luca Alberghetti de Ronzone? Yes, I dare, and I will maintain that truth against anyone. Such audacity! Learn this, that 16 years ago, Duca Luca Alberghetti de Ronzone drowned at sea with his wife and children. So it is thought, but you learn this. His son was saved by a Spanish sea captain who raised him as his own. That boy stands before you now, Valerio Alberghetti di Ranzoni. <gasps> I learned my father was not dead, and I came here to Paris in search of him where I met Elise. <gasps> After heroically saving her from drowning in a fountain and heard of her evil father, <gasps> I entered into Monsieur Harpagon's house as a servant to be near her and sent someone to search for my parents. But what are the proofs? Do you ask? Have. A picture of the Spanish sea captain, oh. my father's ruby seal, oh. and a sketch of old Pedro, a sailor who saved me from the sea, then died most horribly. Ah, oh. oh, from your proofs I can see you are not pretending, and that you are indeed my brother. Brother? Sister? Sister? Yes! And our mother will be overjoyed to see you. Mother? We too were saved by pirates. And after ten years of slavery in Greece, making running shoes for the Olympics, we were returned to Naples, and then to Genoa, and then here, to Paris. <gasps> Children, embrace me and share your joys with your father. Father? Wait. Just a doggone minute here. You are our father? Yes, my children. I am Duca Luca d'Alberghetti de Ronzoni, saved from the sea with all of my wealth. Oh. And after a long journey found myself here in Paris, where, under the name of Anselm, I was able to forget the sorrows of my previous life and build a new fortune in latrines. Hooray! Stop, stop, stop. Wait, 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 wait. So, 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 Duca, this, this is your boy? Yes. Well, then, Ranzoni, you owe me a hundred thousand francs that Sonny Boy stole. He robbed you? Uh-huh. That's a my boy. Who told you this, monsieur? Monsieur Jacques. Monsieur Jacques, do you say this thing? I say nothing. Oh. Monsieur, can you believe I do such a thing? I believe I'm out a hundred thousand smackolas is what I believe. Worry no longer, father, and accuse no one. Why, you ask? Father, if you allow me to marry Marianne, your money box shall be returned to you. What? What? You have it? Where, where is it? Where is... No, nothing's been taken out. No questions. It's perfectly safe. But which will it be? Marianne or your money box? Decide. Marianne? 
Or my money box. Huh? Come, Monsieur Harpagon, consent to this double marriage. Well, well I, 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 I'd have to see my money box. You will see it, I assure you. Well, 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 but I, 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 I can't give you a dowry. I have enough for all of them. Decide, Monsieur Money box. I'd have to pay for a wedding. I'll pay for the wedding. Decide. Money box. And I bought a new suit. Yes, 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 the suit. Well, and then... And then Marianne, do the face. Make the face. No. Do it! No. Ah. All right, I'll sign. Yay! Get her away, get her away. They found the money books, monsieur. Oh, bless you, bless you, my dear girl. Where was it? Le Pen had it buried next to his doghouse. I retrieved it while he was chewing. <laughs> I have a way with dogs. I bet you do. <laughs> well, well, this has all been so... Uh, Lord, Lord, if you, if you have a minute. This is Harpagon, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you all for getting me through this difficult trial. I, I didn't know you cared. Yes. For you folks out there, you know, I've learned a little something here. That sometimes life teaches us lessons that we didn't know we needed. And even our faults can help us to find our way. It's, it's kind of like the poet said, you can't always get what you want, but, but if you try sometimes, you might find you, you get what you need. So let's all go inside. Squid lips and beans for everybody. We hope you enjoyed Moliere's The Miser. We hope you'll try all 50 of our Parsons Nose Radio Theater podcasts, available to all, free of charge, 24-7, wherever you get your podcasts, or at www.parsonsnose.org, where you can also leave a much-appreciated tax-deductible donation to support our work. Thank you, and good evening. <laughs> <laughs>